What's up, weirdos? I'm Josh. I'm Heather. And today we have... Glenn. <laughs> that was great. And it, if you don't know who Glenn is, that's uh, Heather's brother. Yeah. Yes. Yes. My brother. And the reason we have him here today is he's actually a skeptic. Oh, yeah. So we're going to question his skeptic abilities and stuff. Yeah. Sit, sit down with a skeptic. I'm sorry? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely not a, I'm sorry. I think it's a, it's a good thing. Yeah, we we like to have. <laughs> you keep hitting me with that. That's all right. The microphone. Stand. Fish. You don't need to be sassy. I will fight your face. What? Right off. Right off. Anyway. Uh, yeah, we we think it's good to have all sides, and we wanted to bring Glenn on because you know he he's a, a bit of a skeptic, and we wanted to kind of get his take on things and. You know, it's good to it's good to consider things from all angles. Right. And actually, before we got started uh, doing this, uh, we were all just kind of sitting here and having a conversation. And I like this where we were going with it, so I'm going to kind of bring it up real Wait, quick. Actually, oh. I don't think we said uh, you, uh, it's paranormal, guys. You're here oh, with us yeah. on paranormal. Hey guys, it's paranormal. In case you didn't know what you're listening to, so unprofessional. I'm leaving. We just went right into it. We got so excited that we have a skeptic here that we forgot to tell you what you're listening to. My bad. So, anyways, Glenn actually was born on in Hawaii, right? Yeah. And you were raised there for for some of your life. Six years. Yeah, six years of your life. But you you you're familiar with all the history and the folklore and and things like that. And we were talking about you know what about like things like the night marchers. You know, there's all this folklore about the night marchers and you got to, you know, look away from the night marchers and, you know, lay down and face down on the ground with the night marchers if you see them. What's your take on that? Uh, so, yeah, we were talking about it a little bit, but I, I think maybe it was just it kind of derived from something that people maybe didn't understand at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they sort of made up you know, like a, uh, I don't know, a reason for that to happen in, in their heads. Cause I couldn't really explain it. Like, mm-hmm. um, I, I, you know, I talked about this movie, the 13th warrior that I'd seen, I think it's based on like a Michael Crichton book. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And I, from what I remember, it's been a bit, I haven't seen it in a little while, but like these sort of like Viking characters, if I remember right, are being attacked by like a, some sort of, I guess they think it's some sort of like a fire snake or something like that because every time before they get attacked in their village. I think you use the term fire salamander. Sorry, fire salamander <laughs> dragon snake. Sounds amazing. It does. It does. <laughs> but, um, so mystical. But so they, they think it's some sort of like a supernatural thing or, or you know, something they obviously can't explain um, because they see fire coming down the mountain towards them right before they get attacked. Come on! Yeah. Was that what was that Jane's Addiction? Sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, it was Creed's version of Jane's Addiction. Come here on down the mountain. Creed shreds. But yeah, so they 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 can't really explain it, and then they bring along Antonio Banderas, and he's able to kind of figure out that they're not. Mm. It's not some sort of mystical thing. It's just people that live up in some caves that like another tribe that's coming down and attacking them, and they're just they they have like torches with them and it kind of looks like a big fire snake i see coming down the mountain so i think maybe it's like they didn't maybe necessarily like where that came from might have been something where people didn't have the i don't know maybe the right like mental tools to be able to understand like how to 
process that information. Yeah. I always wonder stuff, stuff like that too, like with paranormal stuff that's happening like out in the distance. So like if you're seeing the night marchers coming down the mountainside, well, I mean, yeah, that's scary looking, but who's to say that's not just Jim Bob and, and a bunch of guys going up the mountain with some flashlights or something like you're saying. It could be anybody. <laughs> Well, wait, wait, it wouldn't be Jim Bob in Hawaii, right? Like, I don't know. What's the equivalent of Jim Bob in or like a, Hawaiian? Maybe what's like the Hawaiian John? There's always Keone? kind of like a... Keone. Oh, maybe, yeah. yeah. Keone or something? Keone is, is definitely yeah. one. Yeah. But yeah, so <laughs> it could be like, like that, though. Yeah, like Without anybody checking and verifying what it is, who's to say? Right. It's, it's just a... I don't know. I think it's people kind of making... Like, using the, the information they have, they, they kind of come up with the best possible answer that they have at that time. And so I think maybe it, it's sort of a story where somebody had seen it or maybe multiple people had seen it and it kind of becomes sort of like a, uh, I don't know, just like a, a, a folklorist tale that people are like, uh, and it, it sort of warps over time as people tell it. And it's almost like telephone yeah. where, oh, yeah. you know, the, the more you tell it, the more it kind of distorts a little bit. Mm -hmm. Right. And it, you know, maybe turns into something where, yeah, it's like, okay, you can see the people now. And like, oh, well, okay, you, you said you could just see fire before, but now you can see the people. And all of a sudden it's like, there are those, you know, the stipulations where you have to look away or you right. have to uh, hide under your covers, I think was one of the things. Like, yeah, you can't, yeah. you know, you could pull your sleeping bag yeah. up over your head or something like that. Yeah, yeah you can't look at them, is, is, right? Is that yeah. how it was? Or they like yeah. trample you or something, yeah. right? Yeah. So. Well, yeah. well, what do you say, like... Because, I mean, there's still, to this day, there's people that, like, say, oh, I've, I've literally seen it firsthand. What do you, or, or, or witnessed it firsthand. What do you say to that? I, don't, I, I always have a hard time with just, like, witness testimony stuff. Because, like, people can say anything. Right. And yeah. you you kind of just have to take them at their word. Not necessarily be like, okay, I completely believe you. But just be like, I believe that's what you saw or maybe what you think you saw. Right. Yeah. But, that's their reality right it's because you know we still don't fully understand the brain right, right. that's true completely so okay. like i feel like the brain can do a lot of interesting things that can sort of make you make sense of things that you're like you don't understand yeah that's true that's the, you're, you're, I, I i can subscribe to that for sure <laughs> no because i mean you're right like i mean it's just like when, when people are in danger and they black things out we all know somebody that's done this. Right. Um, that's your brain's way of protecting you in that moment, you know? Yeah. So, so I think maybe, yeah, it's it could potentially just be some, I, I don't know. I, I have no, like, background in anything to say that any of this definitely, but I just, the, the, the thought I have on it is maybe it's just people's brains sort of, that's how they can kind of comprehend what they just saw because otherwise, like, with their current mental capacity, it's like they just can't quite make sense of it. Right. And maybe. I don't know. And that uh, that sounds maybe like I'm being kind of rude, but I don't mean mental capacity, but you know what I mean? Just like. <laughs> no, I totally get it. Like, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, sometimes your brain can't process that at that moment. Yeah, right. absolutely. Like, I mean, if, if you're going to see something terrifyingly scary, your brain might not be ready to process that. And it's going to, you're going to see something else or just shut down. And that's right. subjective to every person. What's right. the most terrifying thing to them? is going to be a different experience for each person. Right. Yeah. What, what, what the worst thing in my life may not be the worst thing in your life. You might right. think, Oh, that's nothing, you know? Oh, by the way, the views and opinions expressed by Glenn are only Glenn's <laughs> views and opinions. <laughs> yes, yes, please. I'm, I am, 
I, I don't want to offend anyone. Thanks, I, thanks for the lawyer speak. He's just, he's just, you know, giving his his side of things. That's what we wanted to do. We wanted to bring. We have another skeptic in the family too. Our son. We want to see if he'll come in at one point and and give his skeptic opinion. So we just think it's interesting. It's yeah. good to have all sides. Well, and I like the the dynamic of this is. You know, Glenn is your your brother. You and your sister are both into paranormal, you know, the paranormal stuff. And you know, we also have a son that is a skeptic, but we are both in the. You know, so it's it's interesting mm-hmm. when people from the same family have d- opposing opinions. In my, in, I think that's just interesting. Yeah, I kind of wonder too. Like, how does that? Where where does the separation happen? You know, like because I feel like yeah. a lot of that sort of thing when people do say believe in something or don't believe in something a lot of that i feel like stems from interactions with their family or with like people around them yeah so yeah i wonder why there's that i guess that disconnect on that well i I think maybe for you and i I, correct me if i'm wrong you you left hawaii early on so you you were probably around six years old yeah so you may not even fully remember everything that happened in hawaii you yeah, know. yeah, that's true. I I really don't have very many memories of right. Hawaii. So most of your there. memories are going to be from Vegas, where right. you had a, almost a different first part of your life than the females in your in your, your family. You know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe because they've they were there and were experiencing it, they were opened up to it a little bit more than you. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like you guys were a little more steeped in the culture, I guess. Well, and <laughs> it didn't help that we were making pizza box Ouija boards. Yeah. You know, that definitely <laughs> didn't help things at all. It was the eighties. Parents weren't ever around. I know. Well, my favorite was the story after, I guess, Melissa told, like was having a conversation with my mom after that episode aired and she was like, you got, why were you guys alone in our room? Or like, you always left us alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the eighties. We were always alone. Melanie was old enough to watch us. I remember, it's always funny to me because I remember the 80s where like, I would literally wake up and just leave the house. It was eight o'clock in the morning and I would not come home until dark. And my parents didn't worry. They were just, that's fine. That's just Josh. He's gone all day and all night. (laughs) No concern that I was eating. No concern to where I've been, what trouble I was doing. Ridiculous Especially, you know, having kids and, and knowing well, as they were growing up, we knew wh- wh- where they were, I hope, for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently not, yeah. according to Cole. Yeah, Sometimes right. we didn't know where he was. <laughs> Little shit. <laughs> I well, know where you are, Cole. Just kidding. <laughs> I wonder, too, if maybe that, uh, um, you know, like with technology these days, you can pretty much know where your kids are at all times. Right. If you have some sort of like, you know, you could probably have something with their phone or whatever. Oh, yeah. But like maybe back then there was just a little more, not necessarily trust, but just, I don't know, like. Uh, I, I had a rape whistle. Oh, wow. Ooh. And a key around my neck. I was a latchkey kid. That, those, were, those were my things to save my life. I had a recorder. Does that count as a rape whistle? I mean, it, I guess. <laughs> I thought you meant like one of those little talk boy things. From, uh... <laughs> right? uh, I might have had a talk. You have it. We, no, we found one. Do you remember this? I remember having a talk boy. We but fa- not... I think we found one when we were on, maybe right before we went on some sort of camping trip or something. I think we went up <laughs> oh, to like right. Penguin Lake or something. Yes. And we recorded some of the dumbest crap ever. <laughs> yes. And I wish we still had those recordings. There I know. Are... Where did it go? I don't know. <laughs> but I just remember something about Antonio Banderas and the vampires. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all I really remember. 
and wum. Were we saying wumpires? Yeah. I remember I was, that. Yeah, wumpires. Wumpires. <laughs> Excuse you with the water back there. We're recording. <laughs> How rude. Um, although speaking of like, I guess a, a previous like you know thing that had happened. I yes. We were talking about this a little bit earlier, but like there was a time where I think we went to Melissa's apartment. Yes. And we were like messing around with the Ouija board. See, and I don't remember this. So yeah, to retell the story. Well, I, that's I don't really remember too much of it. I just remember that there were at least maybe three or four of us all like touching the Ouija, you know, the planchette or uh-huh. the, the Kate planchette. The Kate, the, Kate planchette. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were all, you know, touching it at the same time. It's, it sounds that's... dirty when you say Kate planchette. Well, it's like my well, my Kira Segway. Your Kira Segway. Yeah, like Kira Sedgwick, but Kira oh. Segway. Kira Segway. I use that a couple times. <laughs> I, I was trying to come up with some dumb thing to say there, but no, I got nothing. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so I, I just, I do remember that there were, yeah, at least three or four of us touching this thing, and it, like, it felt like maybe it could have been moving on its own, but I, I my immediate thought was, like, it can't be. You know, like, right. somebody has to be moving this thing. Because like I, I don't know it just it didn't make sense to me that there was it didn't i i feel like a lot of people i hear like they they feel something right when it happens mm-hmm. where they're like oh they feel some sort of weird i don't know uh maybe like the hairs on your arm stand up or something like something where you're like something doesn't feel right when something like that does happen yeah and i didn't really feel that it just kind of was like oh this is a little like a little weird and creepy but i feel like someone's still moving it right and so i don't know if maybe there was just i don't know some sort of disconnect there or something yeah but um and i think you had said something earlier where you know you were talking about how um sometimes people like can potentially maybe like be moving something they don't even necessarily realize right. it yeah it's just because that's kind of what they want to mm-hmm. happen like their brain is just doing even though they're slow it's like their subconscious is doing it they don't even realize that they're actually doing it yeah yeah so yeah, I don't. It, it could have even been me. I don't know. Like, but probably was you. No, yeah. <laughs> it was me. No, um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, that's that's kind of the only thing I could really think of. Like before we started recording this, I was trying to think of something that I remember that maybe could have been like a weird situation that I might have thought was paranormal, and I don't know that I can really. Well, I think I, I have at least one. Um, was uh, mom's music box because oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I remember she said that you actually called her into the room when it started playing. I think it was the other way around. Actually. See, and that's oh, so is the, there was confusion too because she said it and then dad was like, No, Glenn called you in, so I don't know, but wasn't sure because if you call well, at first, we're like, Okay, well, if he called her in, why did he call her in if he's a skeptic? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Maybe there's a part of me that honestly wants to believe that there's some sort of, you know, I don't, not necessarily like a life after death, but just something after death, you know? Yeah. So I don't, maybe there's that part of me that's like, you know, this would be really, I don't know, cool is the right mm-hmm. word, but just interesting. Yeah. Right. Um, but if, yeah, if I did, I, I honestly don't remember if it was me or her that had called the other end. But I, I remember thinking after that happened that, I think she was dusting, right? Uh-huh. And then she happened to touch it. Yeah. Uh, 
and there so that if i remember right there's like a little thing on there like a little knob that you can pull out to make it like stop at any time oh. so it'll make the thing stop cranking and or maybe it's pull it out or push it in or something like that and i was just my thought was okay maybe she had nudged that little thing and something inside of it because it was you know that's a very old right. music box yeah. like maybe it had sort of nudged the mechanism and it made it start moving again had enough tension on it or something yeah like something hmm. uh, but i don't know that's it, at first i was like oh this is a little weird but like you know i kind of take a couple seconds to process it and i was like oh no maybe that was just so so your initial thought though is oh this is weird how why, why is this happening yeah because okay. i mean it's you know it's an old music box that nobody really touches and it was just kind of sitting there and all of a sudden someone nudges it and it starts playing again like it's yeah. a little yeah that's strange done it after after or not that i can that. yeah think of but also you know there's the part of me that's like okay if that is a supernatural thing and somebody was trying to communicate how come it's never happened again right you know well maybe sometimes it's only a one communication like a goodbye or something or it's yeah. like uh you know so it's not like ghost where you could like push so stuff I, I have th- <laughs> i have theories about that like so so I, I do believe that um when spirits like when they are crossing over there's an in-between right mm-hmm. until they get to wherever they need to be in-between. yeah it's so like a, like a limbo kind of thing. kind of like limbo yeah. and, and during that time like maybe they're saying goodbye they're doing they're they're wrapping things up and they're saying goodbye to the people that they need to say goodbye and that may have been her way of saying goodbye because mm-hmm. everybody knew that she was going to be the most susceptible and the, and the most hurt, you know, mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. this happened. Um, so that was her way of saying goodbye finally. And then, then she had her closure and then from there was able to move, move on. And, you know, I, I love that by the way, mm-hmm. like I, I, so I, I kind of have a hard time with people that you know i i a lot of times i look at it as somebody's trying to grift someone you know where it's like if somebody's if they're like claiming to be like a medium or something like that or you know reading a poem or something i'm like okay they're in it for some reason they're trying to get money or whatever but like i love the idea of trying to help someone move on Mm -hmm. if you are doing something like that but I feel like anytime somebody's exchanging money or something like that for it, then I'm almost immediately just like, nope, like yeah. that, that you shouldn't be doing that for money. Yeah, I, I get that. I, yeah. I, anytime there's there's a money exchange in any of that, yeah, I, I totally get that. Where you're like, oh, there may be ulterior motives. There. Yeah. Um, the, the people that are out there, I feel like that that are doing it for the right reason. There are people that are doing it for the right, right reason. So right. I, I think that that's good. But yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. People. Human beings are human beings, and there are messed up human beings that want to take advantage of people. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, of course, that can be yeah. one of the things that could happen out there. Now, yeah. what about the people that say are, in our in our eyes, say not yours, but like actually do have these gifts and are able to do that, but that's like their job, so they need to pay to do it. How would you say is that any different than like um, an attorney asking someone to pay them for their services? They're saying, you know, I can, I can assist you and get you off of, of this criminal charge. And then let's say this medium is actually good and helps in, we just talked about this in the last episode where sometimes they were helping, I know they wouldn't pay for it in that instance, but like they'd help police solve a case Mm -hmm. or something. But let's say they're that good where they're like, they can help someone move on or find a missing family member or mm-hmm. something but they have to charge because that's how they make a living like how how would you say that's like different in your opinion? I, I guess for me it's not so much the 
just immediately they like the exchange of money, but maybe like not outright asking for gratuity or something right. like, you know, oh, okay. asking, yeah, yeah. I think that could be left up to the, the person that they're helping. And it, you know, that's another situation where it's like, well, do you, do you really feel like you're going to be getting paid the right amount of money for doing that? Because who knows if someone's going to, you know, they might give you like five bucks and be like, right. Hey, right. thanks. Right. But although I feel like if you truly do help someone move on, like move on in a way that they appreciate and understand, they would be fairly generous because you know, you're helping them with a really big thing in their yeah, life. Whatever it is, in their yeah. Life, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, it's, it's a weird, I guess, a tricky situation because yeah. I, you know, I, I'm all for people having, I guess, being able to use their skill set to help other people. But like, yeah, I don't know the idea. Be real like, about it. Don't be, be real about it. Don't like say you're helping and then obviously yeah. just using it to but, yeah. collect money or make right. your celebrity you status bigger. Or something like that. Right. Yeah. But then it's like, how do you know if they're being real about it? I don't right. Know. It's, it's a, you know, there's no like, at least from what I gather, there isn't really much of a science to being able to like, you know, to research that. So they've tried to test it and because the way it works, you know, it, it, it does, it's not like I can just turn it on, you know, and it's not like a person can just turn it on. Sometimes right. it's something in, has to happen in order for it to start. So there's no way to measure it scientifically. We actually just right. talked about that in our last podcast, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, and, and, and that's the hard part is, yeah, you can't measure it. Right. Yeah. And I mean, if you, if there were a way to measure that sort of thing, then this would be a totally different conversation like right. we'd be having right now. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Um, so I got a question then for you. Um, so Say like I'm gonna just use this story as an example. So, for for somebody that like to to say they they're talking to somebody and they and they're they're literally just explaining the the place that they're in currently, but they've never seen that place, they've never heard it, they've never been described it, anything like that. They, somebody says, "This is what's going on around me," and that person says, says "Okay." They see, they can see their house. They describe their house. They describe their rooms. They describe everything down to the decor and the even the doorknobs mm -hmm. but they've never been there how, how, how what, what do you think about that i i think my first thought would be this person is uh, are you guys okay with swearing on this yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay this person's full of shit no, <laughs> but um that honestly that's probably where my first thought would go because like if you could describe every single like minute detail mm -hmm. about a place like that i i don't i think of i've never really heard about something like that like as far as or if you maybe you've seen a picture or this person has looked up their house on you know no. the, okay a little bit of a tangent but I, I saw this thing the other day where there was a a, a house i guess it was something going around reddit mm -hmm. where um uh there was a house that you could tour and people were playing like a game with it where they're like hey find this tub in this house and it's like this house it looks like it probably at some point was some sort of like an amazon fulfillment like warehouse or something okay but and there was a tub that people found at some point and they were like hey try to find your way through the tub or to the tub because it was like you could do the, the whole 3d you know like move around the house mm -hmm. and 
So I was like, okay, it can't be that bad. So, you know, I heard about it and I was trying to look for it. It took me probably like 30 to 40 minutes to find that tub in that house. What? Because it was the most bizarre, weird, like maze, like you, you have more questions than answers by the time you get to the tub because you're like, what is this house? <laughs> it was the dirtiest, weirdest thing like where there's just rows and rows of like movies and DVDs and, and like CDs just yeah. in, in the basement of the house. And then there's like a third floor where there's like rooms and there's pictures of stuff. Right? <laughs> you're just like, what is this house? It seemed it was like too organized for to for it to be like a uh, um a hoarder house yeah. but it was still really disorganized in a way that looked like it was people just kind of like selling like bootleg stuff or something weird i don't know it was really weird but wow. anyway that so the way i kind of i guess that what reminded me of that is the idea that maybe you can you can look at a lot of houses, say if they're for sale or something, by right. doing these three D tours of the homes and stuff. And so I'm like, what if it was pre-internet? Well, I mean, yeah, then that obviously that that wouldn't work. But I don't know. Uh, I would probably want to know a lot more about that situation because I would feel like there's got to be something to at least give me a hint of be like okay maybe this is like maybe this is what is going on here not the not, like my first thought isn't okay that's weird and that's supernatural my first thought is there's something going on here that i'm not i haven't seen yet yeah mm-hmm. okay is that, i mean is this like is this an actual thing yeah that, okay that you actually know somebody that's done that several times oh yeah and several of your family members have been witness it witness to it oh i've done it several times what really yeah I did it, uh, was your grandma mm. when she died? I, uh, before I'd ever been to Hawaii, mm-hmm. before I'd ever seen anything of Hawaii, yeah, before I even knew I loved Hawaii, I described to her the exact location where it was going to be. Yeah, you described the trees in uh, Punchbowl Cemetery. And I'd never even heard oh. of Punchbowl. Interesting. And then, uh, another time more recently. Well, your mom and a friend of hers, a friend of hers, and we were all on a phone call, and uh, there was something going on in that house, and I was able to basically, in in my mind, go there and ex- describe the entire house and exactly what was going on in her house. And this this was during the time when we actually were not we removed ourselves from social media, mm-hmm. so. As far as I know, he wouldn't have been able to like see images. I just learned of how to turn Facebook back on right. on Facebook or anything like yeah. that because we weren't on it. Yeah, oh, but, so. but astrally yeah. projecting yourself. There's been some <laughs> interesting it's things. Quite a few times, but yeah, th- those are ones that I just knew that you actually know people that have witnessed mm-hmm. it happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, the weird one. I was actually trying to find the photo because we did talk about it in the last episode. Um, but the the one photo of my grandma at the service, mm-hmm. I was trying to find it so we could like post it and view it and look at it and stuff. But I don't know that that one also went missing. It'll turn up. Yeah. The, turn up. Anytime I need these specific photos, they always just start going missing. It, it's funny that we just start talking about this because that's another thing we were talking about in the last. Uh, I think it was the last episode, the one before that. Um, these weird occurrences like this. Mm. Yeah. Where you're just like, what? I don't. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I also wanted to maybe, like, read you a story or two that's, like, some, you know, someone's 
ghost story and see kind of you know get your take i just like getting your take on sure it's things. like an unboxing episode for <laughs> for, for audio is, oh. uh, so, is it a it was a cryptid He was a damn Sasquatch. Sasquatch. <laughs> okay, so the first story I have, I'm just going to read. It's from, gosh, I can't read with my glasses on. My eyes are all messed up. See? Old, remember? Isn't that I, what the glasses are supposed to be for? I honestly think it's a thyroid problem. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. The username is Lilith Storm Goddess. My aunt used a Ouija board when she was a teenager with her best friend. A ghost slash demon told them one of them would die within the next year and the other would die of old age. A year passed and they stopped thinking too much about this prediction. Then my aunt's best friend got hit by a car when she was on vacation with her family, went into a coma for a couple days, then passed away. My aunt went to her friend's neighborhood to look for her because she was late returning from her trip and she was worried. Out of nowhere... This golden-haired little girl she'd never seen before and never saw again appeared and said to my aunt, are you looking for friend's name? She's dead. So that's... Yeah, I mean... I mean <laughs> First, let me ask your opinion about that supposed prediction about one of them was going to die in a year and one was going to die of old age. I mean, that's pretty like typically it's like oh you're gonna die soon like i feel like it's typically a, a very vague thing right uh and even then i i that seems crazy to tell somebody that right you know like that's ugh, why i don't know and then for but, it to happen also yeah i but see that's the thing I, there's no real way to determine the like validity of that because you could say just about anything and then if it does happen then you're like haha i was right well it's like well yeah but and maybe it's one of those stories like you were saying like telephone where when it happened maybe they did get just a vague response like one of you will die sooner than the other but when it happened then it became very specific or something right and maybe you know like as I think as you get older and further away from events that happened, even just like the initial person that it happened to, or maybe like told the initial story, sometimes like your memory of it gets weird. Oh, I know it. And yeah. Yeah. And and it kind of distorts and like you aren't necessarily, because you know, like memory is really faulty. Like people's memory is is really faulty. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't maybe just the initial shock of something like that happening which uh, this I mean it's it's a terrible story that's right. awful but like I don't know just like the initial shock may have sort of made things feel a little more specific than they were mm-hmm. when they initially happened so your your theory <clears throat> is essentially that uh, your your brain can really kind of make you perceive all kinds of different things or perceive things the, w- the way that you want to I think so because honestly I mean like how, like think about how you know at least for me how I would react to somebody telling me I was going to die in a year like out of nowhere not even you know like hey you if they have some something where it's like okay you've got I don't know like you've got incurable cancer or something like right. at, at least that would make 
sense. Right. It would still be devastating as hell to hear that. Right. But for someone to just be like, I don't really have a reason, but you're, you're gonna, gonna you're gonna die in a year. That's a pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that I feel like that would wreck my brain a little bit, like when I first heard that. Yeah. And even me being a skeptic, I'd probably still be a little freaked out by that. Yeah. Because yeah. just hearing somebody say that is like, oh, that's are, are you threatening me? Like, what, what, is, what, are you, what is this? What are you doing? No, <laughs> Did I but, piss you off? Are you coming to my house <laughs> right. later? What's happening? Yeah, I don't know. So it just maybe just being in a weird state of mind after hearing something like that, like it could just kind of distort your memory of things. I don't know. That's And who's to say that even somebody telling you that you're going to die in a year, if you wholeheartedly now believe that, oh, yeah. maybe you've created this scenario that's going to make it happen that's going to make sure. you know, yeah what's really going to bug you later is would you have knocked over the vase had i not told you there is no spoon oh i was like wait was it yeah okay. how dare you glenn yeah, get with the movie references oh, i'm sorry I, I forgot about that movie from like 21 years ago excuse me there is a new one coming out it is still relevant how dare you i didn't see the how dare you how da- you quote movies that are older than that you know, I think I can attest to the memory thing, though, because on the last episode, we talked about that incident at Tom Sawyer Allen yeah. with my photo. And I mentioned that someone else took the photo, but I just found the photo and I actually took the photo. I don't remember taking the photo. Wow. So, so yeah, that, yeah weird, so right? my memory is completely different than what actually happened that day. It's just like how like when, when you tell stories and then I then associate that story you with take me, that so story it, and then it just becomes my memory or the somehow. idea that you stole from me today i probably do it all the time <laughs> yeah that's right checkmate atheists <laughs> <laughs> i don't know anyway <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so I, I got a question for you so yeah so when you're watching like because i know we've all watched them before but now th- there's some shows on tv like like the ghost shows and everything obviously some are not my favorite, but other ones that are a little bit more legit that I feel like the originals, like Ghost Hunters and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. and, and you're seeing the evidence, or, or you're hearing the evidence, and, and the, the the EVPs and stuff like that. What, what are your thoughts on that? Especially like yeah. with a really good, clear EVP. What do, what do you think about that? Yeah, I don't EVP. I don't feel like I fully understand what exactly that is. And so, so oh, do you want me? To, oh, sure. To yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. so what it is, it's an electrical or electrical voice phenomenon. So what, what's happening is if, if we're recording in this scenario and you, we can hear our voices audibly just normally, right? Mm-hmm. Well, something else is recording its voice but it's like at a lower frequency than, you than your human ears can hear, but the recorder picks it up. And then sometimes you can hear it just on the playback. Other times you have to enhance it a little bit and find it that way. But there are times, and she has actually some really good EVPs where you can hear it on the playback. You can actually hear one in, I think, three different languages. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, that one, we got that one in Melissa's apartment. <laughs> and it was in three different languages? Yes. We, so I, um, what I would do to try and minimize like noise distortion when we would do this is I would, I would like keep the recorder on the table or wherever we were at and I would just hit record and like put my hand away so that no one was touching it. It would be in the middle or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I hit record. We hadn't even started yet. And right away, I think it was, it was during the episode, the second episode 
with Melissa and Justin, mm-hmm. right? We did that. We played the EVPs. Yeah. Um, right away on this particular recording, there's a male voice, and it was it was me, Melissa, and my ex boyfriend. I will not name. Um, but Voldemort. <laughs> yes, Voldemort. Voldemort. <laughs> he has no name. Um, yeah. So it, it it's a male voice right away that you can tell already hearing his voice beforehand and knowing it, that it was not him. It's a much lower voice than his was. And it's speaking another language. And then there's something else going on. And then there's a third one that sounds like it comes in. And I think Melissa said she thought it said like dark warrior or something, but like there's a whole bunch of shit going on before we even say words Mm. in like the first three or four seconds of the recording. And so this was in her apartment. Yeah, we were messing around in her bedroom. I think what we re- remembered at the time was that she was moving out. So there was <laughs> Stu. So there was nothing um in the room. So we were sitting in her room on the floor, but she had mirrored closet doors. So we were also in front of the mirrors mm. on the Ouija board and we had a recorder going mm. while we were doing that. I'll play it for you after this so you can okay. but yeah, it's they're pretty it's pretty messed up. Interesting. Yeah. I guess, I don't know, like my first thought would be like, was there, could you have maybe heard like a TV coming from another apartment or something? Like you guys didn't hear it while it was happening. It was just on the recording. It was only on the recording. Yeah. So there was, um, and what was weird with this particular recording was we did, we did the recording and then we stopped it and immediately played it back. And when we heard it, we all got freaked out so badly that we took off and ran outside of Melissa's apartment. And then the recording went missing for like four years. We heard it that one time. And then it went like, I literally, cause the, the way the recorder is, it's a very old recorder. You can't even connect it to a computer. It has an aux cable. That's it. Okay. Um, but it is a digital recorder. So basically like it has a bunch of folders on it that you can kind of push a button to click through. Right. Right. And I knew where it was. So I would click through all the folders and there was never any recording. And then one day I actually went to find it to play it for Josh. Mm-hmm. I was like t- telling him about all this weird shit that I had been through with Melissa and I found it. So I had to like call Melissa up and be like, I fucking found it. Oh. And she was like, oh my God. And she was like, what? But yeah, it, it was, it was the weirdest thing that we heard it that in that moment, freaked out. We ran outside we calmed down, came back in, like didn't do anything else after that. And then it, it was, it went missing that night. I went to look for it again and it was gone. Mm. It was just weird. I don't, I don't know how to explain that part either, but yeah, the, uh, that particular one. And then there's another one, a female voice is terrifying. It, yeah. that, that one scares me, I think more than the chanting. Yeah, It's very clear. Yes, you can tell it's not myself or Melissa because it was the same people during that recording. Oh, interesting. Yeah, we'll play it. We'll play it for him. <laughs> it, it literally says. Uh, okay, well, I just want him to. I, oh, you want to have him hear yes, what it says? Yes. Okay, yeah, I, I actually might even play it and have his reaction on air if we can. Yeah. Might might do that. I have to play it from here. I I will most likely say that it was a Sam Squanch. Dance, dance, Sam Squanch. Yeah, that's Um, uh, yeah, that's I don't know that that's really that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, like it's one thing when it's like a show and you're like, okay, well, 
I wasn't there. Right. You know, I didn't see them recording. And obviously you and I and, and people that have ever worked in any audio or video know that you can add whatever sound effects. Sure, you but want I mean like it. what point would there well also back then it would have been really hard for you guys to do that, I think. That's absolutely yeah. You have to get show him that one photo too. Oh yeah. Yeah, but also, so. there. I feel like there wouldn't have been any point for you guys to add audio to that, for right? Any reason, yeah. No. Especially because you weren't trying to like throw it out there and be like, "Oh, it's it's it, it just was a creepy thing that happened," and you guys were like, "Nope." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were just like messing around in her apartment and doing really <clears throat> dumb things with Ouija boards. <laughs> yeah, it's not, yeah. not like the clip's ever been sold or used right, for anything right. else. It's a, it's only been personal. Yeah, until recently. Part <laughs> personal. Mm. Are you Art looking for the personal. audio right now? I'm trying. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, while you're doing that, we'll talk about other things. So, like, what about when you get like spirit photography or anything like that, or you you, you see you know apparitions appear? How are you? How do you feel about that? Uh, I, do they ever have anything like that in digital photography? I feel like I've only ever seen that with older like actual film photos. Yeah, I think it was more prevalent back then, but I, I still have seen some weird stuff coming up on digital okay. photography too because I, I just i feel like that probably would have been something to do with exposure i, yeah. I don't know much about film with well, analog like... and film photography yeah like that was my thing because i grew up in a dark room in high mm -hmm. school you know like mm -hmm. it, so yeah there's a lot of different things that can happen in the developing that i felt could contribute to some photographs right. where like the chemicals get mixed up or you know or, or it, it it doesn't dry correctly and right. it, or the the negatives don't get cleaned properly they can make ghosting and stuff like that right but, right yeah you can't have that have that happen with digital right yeah that wouldn't make sense so. you got it i do i was gonna see if i could just play it from the actual player like on my laptop because the recorder is very quiet Mm -hmm. And when we were recording it for Melissa, she had like a speaker because it's just, it's so old, it mm. hardly even plays anymore. Okay. Oh, hello. And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. Okay, so technical difficulties had to get the, uh, the actual recording together and prepared or whatever. Mm -hmm. Glenn said we're being meta right now, so we're going to be meta. Hold on a second. Let me see if I can do this. Yeah. So we went through... Did the entire oh, wrong one <laughs> <laughs> too far ahead? Okay, doing it now. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna play it right now. Okay, okay, all right, do that one time and turn it up real loud. Hmm. Give it, put it, you can let him hear it by his ear too. Maybe. Oh, that's, yeah. I, I, good? Yeah, I could hear that very good. It sounded like somebody was like whispering, like right up on the mic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and like that weird mumbling in there. Yeah. And the, at the end, uh, Dark Warrior, though, I don't, or whatever it's saying, it's, it's, it's just weird. There's other level. Well, and that's, that's why I said initially, I made sure to tell everyone how I put the recorder down because I would make sure I wasn't touching it and none of us were near it. We would either put it on the table or on the floor. In that Did you instance. check to see if there was anyone hiding under the table? Well, I think in that <laughs> recording, we didn't have a table. I think we we're on oh. the floor. Did you check to see if anyone was hiding in the carpet? We we did check the closet and no one that's, was in there. Ew. Yeah. Creepy, Creepy. Though, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's really weird and interesting. Because I'm always skeptical, especially what I see on TV, because, you know, 
let's face it, there's some investigators or so-called investigators out there that make something out of everything. But, right. You know, but and, and and there's sometimes when the EVPs are on on TV, and I'm just like, there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. The, the, I I don't hear it. Nobody hears it. You're full of crap. But then you get stuff that's real clear, and it kind of makes you think: Are is somebody messing around? But then when it happens to you, you're like, well, damn. Now what's the reason? <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's really interesting. <laughs> yeah. I, is your mind being blown? Well, no, I. I don't know. I, my my thought when I can't explain anything is always Dark okay. Magic. Well, it's no. I'm like it. It's just something I can't explain right now. Right. But you know, we're. I think a lot of people, if they can't explain it, they'll think, okay, that's supernatural. And I'm like, well, to me, I'd rather just say it's just unexplainable. Okay. You know, like okay. at least in in the current you know, where, where I'm at and where we are, like where we can't, I mean, like we don't have whatever the perception or the technology maybe to perceive exactly how this happened or what it is or. And I get that too, because we're, we're learning Mm -hmm. like things that we never knew before. We're, we're, we now know there's other universes. We now know there's other life on other planets. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. we're always learning and maybe when we get the technology, like you said, maybe we'll, find something else out there yeah maybe it's it's like you know i was talking about that movie from beyond earlier mm-hmm. that maybe it's we need to turn on that weird machine and then all of a sudden we'll see the the weird pink like things swimming around in the in the, in the air you know? <laughs> i feel i feel like there's dimensions layered on top of dimensions and yeah it's there if you don't have the right technology you can't see those dimensions we can't see the fourth or fifth dimensions or whatever right like, yeah yeah that's maybe yeah i don't know that's how i feel about that and that's all i'm gonna say about that it's crazy shit (laughs) that's all i have to say about that (laughs) and that's all i have to say about that okay (laughs) just mixed up two different ones i know i was like what what (laughs) it's uh south park and forest company right (laughs) (laughs) what you got next all right, I have one more story. I think I have an idea about how what you'll say about this one, but I kind of just really liked Perfect. the story, so I wanted to say, I wanted to read it. Okay. All right, this was on Ranker.com. Uh, when retired fire chief Jeffrey Keene and his wife vacationed in Maryland, he was caught off guard when visiting a Civil War battlefield called Sunken Road. Keene became inexplicably emotional as he entered the field, to the point he thought he may be suffering a heart attack. While the physical pain passed, he felt an uncanny connection to the area. Later, he recounted the incident to a psychic at a party. She asked if he believed in reincarnation. He felt the instinctive urge to say the words, not yet. While reading a Civil War magazine in his home, he found an article about a Civil War general identified as General Gordon. Gordon had fought in Sunken Road during the Battle of Antietam. I think I'm saying that right. Antietam? And, oh, I yes. I don't know. <laughs> I was saying that no, so wrong. And Tito. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. During this battle, he was best remembered for repeatedly shouting the words, not yet. Upon researching Gordon's life, Keene found more connections between himself and Gordon. Keene had marks on this body similar to wounds Gordon had suffered in war. On Keene's 30th birthday, he was admitted to the hospital with a terrible pain in his jaw. When Gordon was 30, he was shot in the face. So, okay. Um, Overlapping dimensions. (laughs) 
I feel like so he read up about this general after the fact, right? So the so the story says. I hmm. and the all these things sort of happened like af- to him afterwards, where he had like the the wounds on the. From my understanding, because it said um, after he was reading up on him, he noticed more connections. Mm-hmm. So I think at the time they vacationed, he was beyond the age of thirty. Mm-hmm. But I think, because I think it said he was like, yeah, he was a retired fire chief. Yeah. But I think he realized, oh shit, I was, Im- you know, admitted to the hospital when I was thirty with for pain in my jaw. This guy got shot in the face when he was thirty. Like that's a weird connection. He probably saw it was something like that. I think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, that also kind of to me feels like, you, you know, you go looking for similarities and you'll find them. Yeah. One yeah. of those kind of okay. things, you know, like. If you're if you're looking for something, especially you know, you have a weird feeling when you go somewhere and you're like, oh, I really want to look into this. You're you're curious, you're interested, you want to find out something that makes that, I don't know, I guess makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so when you find the pieces that make things make, or if you find the things that make all the pieces fall into place, then you're like, oh wow, like that's that's too crazy to be coincidental. But right. Like, I mean, not necessarily, you know, like, I don't know. There's, it's always, really... there's always that option of it. It sure. could be just a simple coincidence or yeah. it could be anything, you know? Yeah. yeah it's. It, I it, think that's the intrigue, right? Yeah. And I mean, that's that's a really cool story. That's really interesting. Right. I like that. You had another one you told me about the other day where it was like a little boy or something that was saying stuff from a past oh, that life. Was, that was the reincarnation one I read on the yeah, last episode. Yeah, that one was weird there's too. like where the, you know, I'm sure you've heard of some of these stories where kids say really creepy shit where it like makes you think they were like someone else in oh, a past yeah. life. Yeah. There was actually one, um, the another one that I didn't read, um, but this kid ended up um he he, they found out that he was like or at least he knew the name of this woman that had jumped out of the this burning building in chicago in the 90s Mm. and like or like what was that one i told you about where it was um the one and a half year old baby was sitting in the high chair and there was like a there was a some special on about the twin towers and yeah. the 9-11 attacks and stuff mm-hmm. and the baby supposedly pointed to the tv and said i die <laughs> like what yeah hmm. creepy right like weird it's always kids back to the kid factory it's super <laughs> creepy when it's a baby yeah don't that babies don't they need to not do that <laughs> like that one i told you about that that's kid, how babies get kicked that kid was 18 months old and the dad was changing his diaper and he looks up and was like boy i remember when i used to change your diaper like this right. kid is 18 months old why is he oh. talking like that you imagine that you're like, looks up at you i used to change your diaper <laughs> yeah but see that's you know when the kids start saying that or it's like now i want to play with you then yeah. you're like nope nope no nope. yep that ground sour yeah don't, don't go up there the ground sound oh, sometimes there. dead is better <laughs> <laughs> and it always comes back to movies it does <laughs> that's what i'm saying you have to you got those connections man yeah. that's crazy I, li- I like this the, this episode though i like that we you're getting a different point of view because i can see where you're coming from as Absolutely. well you know yeah. and that, that's a lot of the reason why when we go out and we try to look for answers we're not going out there in the hopes to find something paranormal, mm-hmm. we're going out there in the hopes to find answers to what's going on. At right. You know, we want to find out the stories, you know, and, yeah. and, and see what's out there. And sometimes we see stuff. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we 
get more than we planned for and <laughs> sometimes we get nothing at all and sometimes get a little freaked out and yeah. like nope i don't want to hear that anymore yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes we're running in an abandoned building towards something that we don't know what it is <laughs> Who knows? well no see that's if you if there's an unknown thing in an abandoned building you run away from that no, no. don't yeah. run toward it we run toward we went right. toward it, unfortunately. You'd see if that were a horror movie, you guys would be the first to die. So we had we actually this is a story, actual true story. So we were on an investigation at. Um, you wanted to say something? Here? I was just gonna say, according to this uh, thing that I saw based on my uh, zodiac sign, I would be the last one to come home and find everyone dead. So I wouldn't be the first to die. There you go. Well, wait, you would be the last one to come home and find. So there would be multiple people that came home before you and found everyone dead. No, 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 no. <laughs> no I, I know what you're saying. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't steal my thunder. <laughs> Anyways, so though it was really a, a, a true story. We were on an investigation and we were doing uh, the Goldfield Hotel one time. And I think mm-hmm. it was me and you and uh, Justin Simak, who we're going to talk to in another episode, and um, a couple other friends. And we were on, I think the. Th- Third, second or third floor on one end of the building and i think three of us all at one point at the same time saw something at the under other end of the building it was like a tall figure and it was about probably taller than six and a half feet to, and that we're kind of looking at it and, it and then it moves it like kind of walks away mm. and we ran straight for it that you you're insane there was nothing there though yeah that when we got was, around the corner it got there, was, nothing there. It was probably the tall man from Phantasm. Yes. And he was going to be like, boy. Well, I think that that's my whole thing is like, if there's something there, I want it to actually be something so I can go, okay, well, it's not paranormal. And Yeah, but then you die. Why is it always going to be murderous? <laughs> because there, if there's something in an abandoned place and it's hanging out there. <laughs> it, what? Could, it could be one of the residents of the town just wanting to fuck with people. Then most likely they also want to murder you. <laughs> It's a big desert out there. <laughs> that's pretty big. See, that's what I'm saying. Lots of mines. Lots of old mine shafts. <laughs> it's true. A lot of the places we go to are very hills have eyesy. Yeah. I mean, they seem nice, but I haven't stayed the night yet. Well, yeah, don't. That just sounds like it, that, that's the hills have eyes. Yeah, that's I said, what the you're RV's going to be for. You, Michael Berryman's going to show up. And if he's not playing the character in the hills have eyes, he'll be totally cool. But if he's playing the character, then you're in trouble. <laughs> Only if he's playing the character, though. Yes. That's like Nelson. Yeah. You can't actually stay in Nelson overnight. They tell you to leave before it gets dark, which tells me something comes out at night. There's literally signs everywhere that says, do not be here past dark. Yeah. I wonder if that's, the, like, they do that to try to add to, like, the mystique, you know, being like, oh. I thought like, that a little bit, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That that That's always my big problem in, in any kind of paranormal field is there are those who tamper with things and, and make things happen just because they wanted to, to make something mm. happen on a video and, and the table or something we, we've yeah. been on investigations with these kind of people where like oh, this man. one guy literally was like was really yeah a ball moves like that and, and, and he's like oh you see that ball move like yeah i also saw your foot kick the ball no, we actually mm. reviewed we went back and reviewed the footage because we were so we were so excited Right. And then we see this MF or kick the ball. Wow. And then there and then there was another there's like there was reports of I think like the smell of violets in a certain area. And I remember walking in and it was extremely strong. And 
they were all like, let's keep moving on. And I'm like, no, it is way too strong in here. Something's not right. This yeah. is not a phantom smell. So right. we went searching and found a bottle of perfume, mm. like behind some plumbing or something. Yeah. But I was like, I remember stopping and going, no, we're not moving on. This is too strong. Yeah. I need to, this isn't right. Well, and that's, a, that's the thing about me too, is I'm very inquisitive with stuff. I, I was a home inspector before so i want to I can, i'll go through things and figure out what's not supposed right. to be where and right. obviously rose uh, oh, yeah, oil is not yeah. supposed to be behind a piece of plumbing or anything yeah. like that or radiator like a, yeah. of an old abandoned yeah. whoa this ghost has good taste right. but like stuff like that always pisses me off because it's like okay right. now you're just kind of ruining it because anything that actually did happen it's, is moot right yeah. now you're like i can't believe any of this for yeah. sure yeah, yeah anything that that you thought actually happened to you or was valid and even if that was like who's to say that anything you're you're watching is even valid because it's like like you're saying you just have to kind of take someone's word for it right mm -hmm. but yeah they could be doing the same thing to to make videos work it's just it's it's hard to know unless you're there yeah. right yeah so yeah. cool yeah that was all the stories i got you got any stories to read tim no, I don't have stories. I was just kind of winging it and going off of all all the things that we we were talking about because I did want to kind of get get like real real opinions and stuff like that. And, yeah. and I think we got some good point of views. So yeah, no, this this was uh, I thought it was a good episode. Yeah, this was really cool. If you want to see what Glenn looks like, he may be on an episode of Where to Waffles soon. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that was very you aggressively got to the mic for that. I wasn't sure what because that I was going to say something else, but you went into something else. Oh, I so I was like, well, it's pointless for me to go back because you went forward already. I don't want to go backward. And now we're going backward anyway. So go for well, it. Well, it's your own fault. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? I was just going to ask Glenn if you have anything else you wanted to talk about. Uh, Sam Squatch. Anything that you've seen that's like people were like, this is a ghost experience and you're like no fuck that shit let me tell you why uh no well you know we had talked a little bit about it earlier but i thought there was that fun thing with the uh, that episode of the penn and teller show yeah where they had people do the um the spirit board right and then they they blindfolded everyone and flipped the board around 180 degrees and everybody was moving to where they thought like the yes and the no were yeah, but, but it they, wasn't they there anymore. It wasn't in that position anymore. Yeah, so you know, and they kind of—I think they did sort of a fun little joke where you know Teller's wearing like a sheet, and he's <laughs> pretending like he's like like blind, and he's like running into everything, and they're like, "So wait, when these people can't see, does that mean the ghosts are blind now?" <laughs> Was this like, on Penn and Teller's bullshit? Yeah, I love yeah. that show. Yeah, that's a great show. It's it's fun. But anyway, I don't know. I just I thought that was always kind of I a mean, fun it, little thing. I, I can see that though too. I can see it being like the mind over matter thing, and and, and mm -hmm. I can totally get that. I mean, how like you said, your mind can play tricks on you too. Yeah. And that's that's part of the investigation. Is is my mind screwing me up right now? Are my eyes screwing me up because we're in the dark? Is, is are these? I mean, am I being hypersensitive to things right now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? That's why it it it's kind of interesting too to see that there are maybe less ways to discredit it the better technology gets right yeah you know because yeah. like you know we were talking a little bit about like film cameras and you, know, you had a lot of stuff where oh it was like overexposure or something happened with the film well now we don't use film and people are still you know apparently like catching things yeah. so it's like okay that's one less way that you can discredit some of the stuff that people are finding i actually have one on, that i got on a digital camera um and it was just a point and shoot there's a little uh i think it was like a little casio like uh whatever their thing was at the mm. time um and i was at, at goldfield and i was in the basement and i felt something and 
I could just feel like this, it was like a cold and I was like, something feels wrong right now. Mm -hmm. And I just reached out my camera into the hallway and I couldn't see anything. It was just pitch black. So I start taking my camera and flash and, and, and taking pictures. Mm -hmm. Well, the first camera or the first picture, you see a big like wall of darkness. Mm -hmm. Then the second one, literally a half a second later, the wall of darkness moves back. Third, back further, fourth, back further. And then until you finally can see the wall at the end of the hallway, mm -hmm. there was a something blocking out the light literally on top of me until in within four or five seconds of taking pictures it was disappearing mm. so well and I that's mean, a digital camera though you were walking backwards right i was in the same space <laughs> <laughs> no that's yeah that that I, it's really it like i said it i find this stuff really intriguing and right. interesting but i'm yeah that's I don't know. Yeah, that's really cool. for me. It's always it always helps too because I do have a big photography background, right? So like a lot of times I'm like, no, that's a lens aberration, or that's just mm. a lens flare, or that you have dust on your lens, go get it fixed, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with all the home inspector stuff too. Kind of helps you. Yeah. Yeah. Find a little more of an informed like. Yeah. Decision I think I think it way. helps if you just have an inquisitive mind and want to reach deeper than oh my god that dust flew by with an orb right right. Did you see it? It changed direction. I mean, and sometimes I feel like certain the right orbs might be things, yeah. but they're they have to be very special looking things. Like when you see just the white ones, right. that to me is just typically it's dust. And especially if you're in an abandoned building, right. it's going to more than likely be dust. Yeah. So yeah, you're moving around in a space that was undisturbed Settled. for a very long time yeah sometimes 20 30 years before right. anybody's ever set foot there for sure yeah that's yeah. Well, this is a fun episode yeah. yeah i liked it thanks glenn for coming on yeah, yeah. thanks for having me this was yeah. a lot of fun yeah maybe we'll do it again sometime. this was our sit down with the skeptic yeah like i said you'll Part see one. tbd on the name <laughs> you can watch glenn uh, on our next word of waffles episode that's coming up for i think we're making ube waffles yeah why you gotta give away shit we're not making ube waffles <laughs> We're definitely well, not making it. Well. Just go through and cover it up, like where you know you're like we're making. I don't know. <laughs> Here's the clip of that. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, where they, where can they listen to us? Yeah. So if you've got stories or opinions or questions, you can send them to baronormalpodcast at gmail dot com. That's baronormalpodcast at gmail dot com. And we post photos. Check out. You should be able to check out. Um, not today. Well, when you're listening to it, it should probably already be up. But we posted the photo of the Tom Sawyer Island story that I talked about in the Bear Anomalies episode. So you could check that out on our social media. We've got Instagram and Facebook. It that is also Paranormal Podcast. Yep. And I also want to give a big uh, thanks to all our paranormal people out there for also following our other uh, channel, Weirdo Waffles, on YouTube. We've got a lot of you guys on that and Instagram. So thanks a lot. We, we do see you and thank you so much. It's actually worked out pretty well because I, I joked that uh, after we do interviews with people, I would feed them waffles, but it's actually become that. <laughs> people come over and we do the podcast and then I give them waffles. <laughs> I, yeah, like I honestly didn't know that I was going to have to be interviewed. I just was coming over for waffles. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We also sneak attack too. Yes, sneak attack. <laughs> we, we put everyone to work before they get waffles. <laughs> for real. That's your payment. Right. I, I'm fine with it. This was fun. Yeah, so thank you, Glenn. Yeah. Everyone say bye, Glenn. Bye, Glenn. Bye, Glenn. <laughs> bye, Glenn. Bye, Glenn. See you. See you later, Glenn. Bye. Bye, bye. Bye, buddy. Aw. <laughs> Hope you find your day. Hope you find your day. <laughs> <laughs>
weirdos. Till next time. Stay spooky and stuff and scary and yeah.